Welcome to episode 19 of Mortgage Genomics. I'm your host, Marco Gello. In a minute, we're going to talk about income verification for mortgage qualification. But before we do that, like I usually do, I'm going to force feed you a sample of my most recent recording. Uh, this song is called Broken Ring Finger in honor of my broken ring finger, which currently has two pins in it and is uh, immobile for the next eight weeks. Yeah, long story. I'm a goalkeeper in soccer, and um, yeah, that's basically, you can take it from there. My favorite part of this uh, song is the actual drum beat, which was inspired by the latest release of a Toronto band called Grays. The album is called Age Hasn't Spoiled You, and uh, it's song number four where I stole the inspiration. So you'll hear a few layered guitars with phaser and distortion effects, synthesizer sounds, and an upright studio bass, and of course, my favorite part, the backbone drumming. So here it is. Enjoy every second of it. Broken Ring Finger. Uh, broken ring finger I hope you enjoyed that and uh, yeah I really like that drum beat I think I said that a million times already so let's get to business here the the technicalities of qualifying for a mortgage have become um, so pronounced and magnified in the past few years that even mortgage brokers are having a hard time deciphering which guideline to follow and which lender to pitch except for me, of course. So today, I'm going to share just one of those key qualification items with you, and uh, that's going to be income qualification. So just to better help you understand the various forms of income allowances and restrictions when it comes to qualifying for a mortgage. So this will prepare you for the level of interrogation, as I like to refer to it as, that you should come to expect when you formally submit a mortgage application to a lender. Now, the confusing thing with income qualification is that the requirements to verify it vary with the type of income you generate and, of course, always the overall strength of your application. So let's start with identifying what the types of income are. There's salaried income, there's also hourly, there's full-time, part-time, seasonal. You know, then there's hybrid type of income, like salary plus commission or salary plus bonus. Uh, Then there's the more pay-for-performance type of incomes, such as uh, 100% commissioned uh, and, of course, self-employment. So... Just a little perspective, lots of different types of income, lots. 
And so when your pal tells you how, how easy it was for him to qualify for a mortgage because all he needed was a letter of employment and a recent pay stub, that's probably because he's a salaried or hourly type of applicant with no variable component to his income. Okay, so maybe they were able to qualify just based on their income, no overtime, no bonuses and, and that sort of thing. So income qualification uh, very often varies from applicant to applicant because we are all employed and remunerated in different ways. Okay, so from a general rule of thumb uh, type of conclusion, sorry, that was my phone, um, to verify income, if you have any type of of variable component to your income. So I'm talking overtime, commission, bonuses, uh, like parts of your income that can vary from year to year. So if you have any type of variable component to your income, uh, lenders will essentially require a two-year history of your annual income, okay? And, And that's two years history of the variable component itself. So for example, let's say you recently gained employment as a sales executive, with a base salary plus commission component. So with this particular employer, um, you have a full year under your belt, and that past year, you earned a base salary of, let's say, $36,000 per year is your base salary. And the commission component plus commissions, uh, you earned 40000 in commission. So in total, you earned a, a total income of $76,000. Now, a lender will only use the the $40,000 commission income, the variable component, if you have a two-year track record of earning commissions with that employer. And to top it off, they'll allow a two-year average for it, okay? Or the lower of the two years if it's declined from the previous year. So, you know, if if you made 50,000 two years ago as commission and 40,000 last year as commission, they're not going to do a two-year average and allow you to use 45,000. You're going to have to use the lower of the two, which will be the 40,000. So this scenario very often plays out where in this case the applicant earned $76,000 that year, but will only be able to use $36,000 to qualify because they haven't done that for two years. They haven't earned the commission for two years. Okay? So this happens if you're coming from a job where you had a salary, a uh, steady, you know, steady eddy job, like 60000 a year, and then all of a sudden you take a cut in the salary and they bump up your commission. Um, it's kind of like starting over. You need a two-year track record. And this is a big, massive hurdle with applicants that earn commissions um, or who are self-employed. The incomes, especially in economic downturns, Um, are extremely volatile. So hence the two-year requirement. So just one thing to be aware of if you earn commissions or are self-employed. And the same goes for overtime hours and bonuses as well. Also considered a a variable income component, bonuses and overtime. And the precise documents that lenders will request are T1 generals uh, and notice of assessments. And this is... Uh, in addition to the standard requirements of recent pay stubs and employment letters. And today, lenders are going off the rail, like big time, with their requests for income confirmation because of uh, the economy and the current state of real estate markets across Canada. 
Um, so back early in the in, in the mid 2000s, when the economy was booming across Canada, lenders were aggressively looking for ways to get literally every Canadian approved for a mortgage. Um, today, however, today it feels like they are simply looking for ways to decline your business, and it, it, it it's completely insane. Lenders are paranoid and extremely risk averse these days. Um, you know, you have Vancouver's market, which is uh, completely untrustworthy and constantly bubbling. Um, you have Alberta, Alberta's market, uh, lacking confidence and uh, feeling hopeless due to the ongoing anti-pipeline movement. You know, just stuff like that, for example. So regardless of what the long-term or even medium-term outcome is for both provinces... The bankers are not factoring it in. When it comes to outlook, lenders are extremely short-sighted. They are assessing your application on today's economic headlines. So basically, they are underwriting files today with the guiding principle that, uh, that Armageddon is upon us. Okay, so this doesn't mean that it's impossible to qualify for a mortgage naturally. I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't be hosting this podcast. Now, it certainly is more difficult than it was just a couple of years ago. But the main thing is that way more verification and explanation is required than ever before. So when it's time for you to qualify for a mortgage, whether that's a purchase, refinance, or a renewal, prepare yourself mentally to uh, put in some time to close your mortgage up. So be patient with the process. Now, if the last time you qualified for a mortgage was five or so years ago, you're especially um, going to be shocked this time around as you'll still have the expectation uh, ingrained in your memory of how easy and how much you qualified for back in the day. So yeah, it's, it's all about the type of employment and income you generate. Here are um, the three main points that lenders zone in on when adjudicating your income for a mortgage. Okay, so number one, is your income taxed at source? So if your income isn't taxed at source, prepare to provide more verification documents. So long story short, if your employer is not deducting your taxes at payroll from your pay, then that means someone, it's you, you are, you're expected to. And the lenders, they're basically, they're not comfortable with that. So but if you can show them the tax documents that you are doing it adequately, like deducting your own taxes, uh, and you are not in arrears with CRA, then you're good. But like I said, prepare to provide like a library of documentation to verify. So, okay, so that's number one. Uh, the other thing that lenders zone in on, number two, guaranteed income. Is your income guaranteed? Uh, and is your employment guaranteed? So... Are you fed a steady stream of income and work or do you eat what you kill kind of thing? So if you eat, sorry, that was my phone again, all these tech sounds happening around me. So if you eat what you kill, meaning you're 100% commission or self-employed, um, or if you're a wild boar hunter and you literally eat what you kill, then prepare to provide more verification documents. So especially in volatile economies and real estate markets, like, like I mentioned, lenders will especially want to get down to the bottom line of self-employed applicants. They will want to peel the onion 
of your business and make sure it is profitable and healthy. Back in the heyday, as long as you didn't owe, have any taxes in arrears, uh, lenders would give self-employed applicants the benefit of the doubt. And uh, they would assume the income is lower because you're trying to win the tax game. And therefore, you can declare higher income. Today, that, that's out the window. Okay, so guaranteed income and or guaranteed employment. Um, if you're uh, in the eat what you kill kind of category there, self-employed or 100% commission, more paperwork will be required. Number three, the number three uh, zone where lenders are looking at when adjudicating your income for a mortgage is employment tenure. How long have you been employed? Are you long established with one particular employer or have you frequently changed employers after short tenures? Have you hopped around a bit? And if you have jumped around, there's, there's no, no harm or foul there. Uh, simply prepare to provide more verification documents. Okay. So that's it. Just, um, those are the three points the, the lenders zone in on when adjudicating your income for a mortgage. Is your income taxed at source? Do you uh, have guaranteed income or is your employment guaranteed? And number three, what is your employment tenure like? Right on. So that's it. Just a few pointers on uh, income verification. So like I mentioned earlier, yes, qualifying for mortgage these days has become a bit tougher. Um, But the opportunity is absolutely there to push back and make your case for the exception by providing accurate and high quality verification documents. Okay, so high quality, what I mean, pay stubs, employment letters, notice of assessments, T1 generals, T4s, business financial statements, bank statements, and the like. And, and the high quality part of it is, uh, you know, provide these documents in their entirety. So if you have a T1 general and it's uh, 32 pages, provide all 32 pages. Don't leave the lender guessing. You don't want that because if they have to guess, they'll make very safe assumptions and decline you. Okay, so full disclosure, lenders love this and uh, they greatly appreciate your cooperation. So um, high quality, I can't stress uh, the importance of that high quality documentation. And I can tell you from from past couple of years, especially uh, in this new order, uh, many mortgages have been declined due to poor submission of verification documents, not because of the... uh, uh, the 2% stress test or the, the guidelines, uh, a lot of applications, this isn't talked about enough, that a lot of mortgages have been declined due to just outright crappy submission of verification documents and unclear disclosure, disclosure of information to your mortgage broker. So kind of like applying for a job with a, a partial, uh, poorly written resume. Um, this new economic order that, that we are in, operating here, especially here in Canada, is demanding in that it requires a very high standard of cooperation. And not long ago, we were in an environment where qualifying for a mortgage was basically everyone's God-given right. Um, But now it's become a privilege. So stay the course, offer full disclosure of information to your mortgage broker, and provide high-quality verification documents, and you will be as good as gold. Okay, so that's all I got. If anyone has any questions or wanted to discuss any of what I just talked about, um, feel free to reach out to me directly. My toll-free number is 1-855-437-5626. 
and that spells HFS loan, as in home financing solutions loan. So one eight five five HFS loan, or you can text me at six zero four eight hundred nine five nine three, or just go to my website marcogello.com. That's Marco with a K G E L O dot com, and uh, you'll find all my details there. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. Uh, So if you're listening and you're from these two provinces, I'm your guy. It was good chatting with you today. Uh, I'm now going to leave you with a sample I did way back in March 2018. It's called uh, Economies of Scale. And uh, at the time, I was talking about Squamish real estate. All the musical tracks you hear on the podcast are performed and produced by yours truly. If you like what you hear, go ahead and visit my SoundCloud space, uh, Marco Music. That's Marco with a K, where you'll find past tracks that I produced for previous episodes. Thanks again for tuning into Mortgage Genomics. Take care. Talk to you soon.